Good afternoon. Hola. Hola. Como estas? Muy bien. Girl, I don't know, no, I don't know how to speak nothing. <laughs> That's all I know. I was ready to. But um, hey you guys, welcome back to the Healing and Hope Podcast series with Nate Chun. I hope you guys are doing well. Um What's good? I'm excited to be up here today. I'm excited to do this topic. It is actually like when I was sitting here working on it, it's it's very controversial. It's a very controversial topic in my opinion. Cause I'm just sitting over here like <laughs> with my little philosophies and stuff I got going on and just my thought my think pieces. So I'm excited to get into it tonight and see um what Chun and I, you know, can bounce off of each other and really you know, just speak on tonight when it comes to this topic. Now, you want anything you have to say to the people? We love controversial topics. We do. I love talking about things like this with people like Nay, just like people who are open and it doesn't feel like we gotta step on toes like a little bit. It's more like just sharing ideas and sharing thoughts. So, I like that. I think it helps to it helps us to like open our minds even more. Like I was reading something the other day, just how much information we can actually hold in our brains in a way. But I also want to say I chose my word for next year already. So go ahead, y'all. I talked a little bit about the one word for the year, and you don't have to wait for the new year. So for me, my new year has already started. So because it's a new okay. year, yes, because it's a new year, like I said, I don't really think about time, even though time is a crucial part of life and time is very important. It's of the essence. It's of the essence. I... I, I really like the idea of going ahead and, and figuring out my word, which came to me naturally. So as I was, I think I, yeah, the group that I'm in a part of, which is the one word Facebook group, and everybody shares their one word in there. I came across this post that said, let me see if I can find it really quick. To quote it. Everybody has been sharing their one word. I didn't realize how far down it was. But I should have screenshotted it. See if I screenshotted it. Oh, it was so good. Milo, nobody want to hear you. What he's saying? Please let me go outside and chase whatever I'm look. I'm looking at right now. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Okay, y'all, I can't find it, but um, 
he a part of he a part of the podcast. But I can basically I can basically uh Bye bye. Just I'm sorry y'all. Paraphrase for y'all. He he wanna go out. Girl, he's looking out the window and I guess he sees something, a cat probably that he wanted I he just uh, if I close the windows and turn the blinds off, he gonna be sad. I found the post. <laughs> Thank you, Milo. Hope we be quiet now. So the post says, I thought my word would be light, but a different word keeps coming to me. Abundance. I've lived for many years from with from a scarcity point of view. So I've lived for many years from a scarcity point of view. I want to live and share abundantly my time, love and resources. So I saw that that was two days ago. So I saw that I was like, I have to share this on this episode. So that is I told I commented on her post. Or I come in on their post. I say, I agree. I will use this word too. For the year is abundance. I love it. I love it. And I love what she said. Because I feel like that's a, that's something that we're going to get into to on this episode today. Like some of the things that she said in that post. So I love that. And I pray that your year is nothing less than abundant, honey. So, it's already. Yeah. It's been, I tell y'all, like. It's it, it's already in full effect. Like just seeing the abundance already just flowing, it's amazing. That's good. Like that really is good. And I honestly, I just pray that for everybody listening, everybody out there, because like to have that type of mindset is is very different, you know. So you would want to feel like the way Chun is describing it. Like you would want to feel that way. So I pray that for everybody. Like getting into what abundance should actually mean because like I'm not really feeling these definitions I've been looking up but <laughs> yeah right we got our spiritual definition and then we got the, the okay. definition the physical definition okay that's exactly what is given I'm like oh like no like if you don't if you're not a spiritual person you're gonna hate this episode <laughs> but <laughs> You ready for the definition? Let's get into it. So for the definition, I actually have wealth, which ties into this topic. And shout out to Nay for the topics. She comes up with these topics and then I just come up with some questions. So it's been a really good flow. I've been loving it. And the definition for wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions or money. And we can kind of tweak that because valuable possessions can include possessions when it, I know that's more like probably talking about a physical term, but possessions when it comes to the words that was used in the post, like she said, time, right. love, resources. See, and like as soon as you said that, like I read over it, so I, I, my, my immediate thought was like, uh. But as soon as you said it again, Chun, I started to write it down because I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't have to be a physical, like, I said the same thing you said. I was like, okay, like, the thoughts in my head were like, okay, valuable possession could be the invisible qualities, you know, the things that are not physical. So I love how we both. (laughs) 
that was nice. But yeah, I definitely agree with that. I Literally. Definitely. We sometimes I listen back to the podcast and it's like we're saying the exact same thing, <laughs> but like in a whole different way. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Like that was so crazy to me. I just it immediately hit me like that fast when you said the same time it hit you. But um I also did the um abundant definition. Um so abundant is to just have a lot of like I have a a heat like a big amount of something, a lot a amount of something. So I just put having a lot of something. <laughs> Um, as far as abundance, um, I think it has said something about material possessions too, like having a lot. But the one I took from it was having a lot of something. Um, I just wanted to add that in there. And let's see. So yeah, like we about to get into it. Um, my I my new favorite thing to say now. It has been. You, somebody else in my life has has been saying it. I think you said it. I just seen it on social media. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like that's my new favorite thing to say now. Um, y'all know I'm a stealer. I be stealing things. I don't care. And like, I'm stealing it. Like I like it. It's been it's been coming into my energy field a lot lately. And so it's like at this point, I might as well just steal it. So yeah. Um. I can't wait to talk about this because I know it's going to be, it's going to be, it's not going to be surface level, even though our definitions are kind of surface level. It's not going to be a surface level conversation. And that's what has sparked my fire about it. Like has ignited my fire is that even though like it's such a surface level word, like wealth, um, it, it has a surface level definition it can really be digged into deeper, um, you know, abundantly. It's a lot more to it. So, yeah. Um, to dive deeper into this, when you were younger, who was someone you looked up to as abundant? Explain why you chose them. Oh, I honestly, this was a very hard question. I don't, it was very hard to, I, like, I was just thinking, I was just thinking, I was just thinking. And, you know, I try not to force my answers. I really, I don't try to force an answer. If I do give a surface level answer, it's just because I just don't have one. Um, Because I really try not to force what's not there for me in my life. Um, So for this one, I, I said nobody. Honestly, I don't feel like I ever looked up to anybody and thought like wow like I saw abundance everything looked the same to me <laughs> everybody looked the same to me like we was all going through the same things we all had the same struggle like you know so there was nobody that I looked to looked up to at a young age that I felt like was just living the life that I wanted to live so yeah that's my like a lot of people want to be like people. I had people that I I I didn't want to be like. So yeah, that was my answer to that question. Um, yeah, there was nobody that I looked to as abundant up to as abundant. 
So what about like once you got older, maybe high school, college, like when did you decide you, so you never, so you said, what you were saying is like, you never really just looked at someone, you saw what people didn't have and it made you want to have more? On a Lanasia level? No. On maybe like a TV level? Yeah. Like just being in that era of, you know, seeing things and wanting more for yourself. But just more so on a, like, personal level, no. Okay. Yeah, TV can really be an eye-opener. But also, like, a lot of stuff on TV that I was looking up to, like, MTV Cribs and stuff was... It was right. Like, watch that. But, like... Some <laughs> of that TV stuff is, like, okay, I see real world and I see TV. Yeah. Okay. And then I also wanted to go give y'all a little bit more about the post. So the post said that, and I lost it again, but basically, oh, here it is. So she said she's lived many years from a scarcity point of view. I grew up basically thinking that I needed to only get what I needed, and that's it. So, but also, like, not even what I needed, more like make do with what you have type energy. And that's great, but over time, it makes you live like you're surviving always. Like, you're feeling like you just need to get the bare minimum, like, all the time. Kind of like what I talked about when it came to me in my grades, just having grades that were like, okay, instead of like reaching further. But I was told that I could reach further, but how to get there was a little bit blurry. Understanding what it took to get there was a little bit blurry, if it took anything. And actually having examples of what I desire was not really present as well. So I just want to explain that to y'all because I was afraid of abundance, still is, still afraid of having too much because part of me is like, is will I be able to take care of this much? It's, it's just a lot of questions because that space is new in a way. And also with me being a minimalist, it was kind of like, I'm kind of like, okay, I don't need so much sometimes. So it just depends. But, like, having abundance in the areas that you would like is important. It's very important to your life. So you got to think about the things that you find important and figure out what you want abundance of. But my auntie is someone who I looked up to. As abundance, because she was somebody that lived outside of where I lived. Like, oh, if you if you live somewhere outside where I live, then you got a little you got a little money to do something. And like, just the experience she would talk about, the people she would meet, it just that was abundant to me because it felt like she had the freedom to go somewhere and not just be 
in one place and forced to be in one place. And see, that's what I'm, and that's how, and I love that you said that because that when you was like, nobody, like nobody. And that's how I can bounce off of that by saying like, I had nobody ever like come give me like these abundant vibes, abundant stories of like, you know, you know, living outside of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically what you're saying, like, no, I never had that. <laughs> like, where I can look at somebody and say, wow, like, I I want to dream a little bit more. Like, I want to do a little bit more at such a young age. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Also, I think that um, abundance should align with your values. Um, that's kind of what I was getting off of what you were saying towards the end of um, your little spiel before you went into your answer to your question. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. I love the, I love the affirmations that come from these episodes, like abundance should align with my values. Amen. Um, our next question how much money do you want? Why that amount? I really, I'm not going to lie. I love this question too. It was a good question. It was a very, very good question. I like these questions because I can talk about them and I can expand on them. So I guess, you know, when I always say it, like when I tell y'all, when I just say, say it so much why I like them, that's why. Because I like how good they are and how you can bring out so much from one simple question. That's what, that's what gets me excited. Like, you know, when you were in conversation with somebody and like, I'm not really a question asker. I just, I be, I be listening, but I be in my own world sometimes because I, that's how I learn. That's how I get my philosophies. So some people can get, learn from like feeding somebody with questions. Me, I more so learn from listening and, you know, doing my thing. Um, Unless it's like a very, very interesting conversation. Um, it's rare that I am the one asking the questions. So that's why I appreciate Chun for her questions because it's taught me how to ask questions um, myself, um, you know. But, like, have you ever been in conversation with somebody that just throws you a question that you just got to think about and that you just have a good answer for or you could just continue on that conversation or you could just go deep and then they can pull something out of it? Like, that's the type of questions we need to have in real life. But... um. I said, <laughs> I said, I don't have an answer, honestly. I'm content with a little or a lot. And that's just my journey. That's just my life. I can't sit here and give y'all a number because I do have a mindset where if I get millions, if I get mil billions, that's just what I'm meant to have. If I'm meant to live modestly, that's just what I'm meant to live. Um, I've experienced a lifestyle where I've had money in my hands thousands of dollars i've experienced a lot i've experienced life a couple of times where i had zero so i've i've been there i've done that when it came to money um and when it comes to the topic of money and what money means i don't money is not the top of my value list of something that i value um and so although i know it is important we have to live like i don't do i don't disregard that fact everybody knows that that's truth even I know that I have to live I have to have money to live of course but it's not something that I value so much that 
I need to have a certain amount. I need, or I'm not going to be able to live, or I'm not going to be able to breathe. Oh my God, my life is over if I don't have this or that. That's just my mindset on it. Um, and that's just my answer to that question. I just don't have an answer. <laughs> How about you? I think that's amazing because we need people like that on this earth as far as like being okay with, you know, whatever. God, that's how it's, I think that's how it's supposed to be. Being okay with whatever God gives you. But also like, I like that we're sharing our perspectives because we know that this is not like, who am I to tell someone else? Like, this is, you should be okay. So it's like, I like that we're giving okay. y'all basically a little bit of who we are and also just giving some information about what we know. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so that just that just solidifies the fact that Nay will be okay with, like, if, if she was to lose everything tomorrow, her life, it, nothing would change. And that's, that's a really, really good feeling. I've been in that place as well. But, like, at this point in my journey, I want millions. <laughs> I want whatever God got. Like, I want every every penny that's mine needs to be in my bank accounts. Because, yeah. <laughs> especially when you're a hard worker and things, you know, nothing is wrong with, don't get me wrong, I really love natural light. I love, I thank God every morning for waking me up. But it wouldn't hurt to have some means in it again. <laughs> um, but mostly... It wouldn't hurt at all, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about it. But uh, most... He's gay now. <laughs> it's, it's behind, but now he's right on time. And I say that because... For real. Of what I mentioned earlier, I've already been in that mode of scarcity so I think now the reason why my word is abundance is so that I can be more comfortable with abundance and it's just time for me to actually accept abundance in my life and I think it's I think it's going to be a really good thing because of me because I've already operated out of lack I've already operated out of survival and I'm okay just like Nate with whatever God has for me but also well, in that same breath, it's like, okay, if he has something for me, let me see what I can do with that. Because, yeah, I've just, I've already experienced, I think, going through certain, going through things in, in life. And I've taken my time with a lot of things. It's a lot of things that I could have already had and things like that. But I chose to not have those things to be able to do certain things that I want to do. And just because I wasn't, I probably So another reason is to help people, like to do stuff with it. But also I love to serve. And like I told you, I can't help if I don't have. And I can help, but I can't help in the capacity or the way that I would like to without the funding because... I'm the type of person, when I see somebody, I see a lot, and I'm like, I'm ready to give, but I want to be able to give, like I told you, I want to be able to give to organizations, give to churches, and I don't want to feel as though it's like I'm going to go into, <laughs> back into her, I don't know, back into a mode where I don't want to just when I give, because 
I've already been in that space of giving and, you know, not having just because I gave. So I want to be able to give and be able to have something to, to do some things for myself, honestly. So, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's coming, girl. It's coming. He's an on-time guy. Yes, he is. Okay. He's an on-time guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, definitely. Because people do deserve it, you know. It just, it's, it's just, you know, as long as you keep your, and that's just for anybody that, that has, like, you know, those desires. Um, keep doing what you're doing and keep having that abundant mindset being positive about you know your life your money etc etc keep keep having that mindset keep doing what you're doing keep helping when you don't have nothing keep going when you don't have nothing because one day you might have something okay so just you know just keep that good spirit around you know that good energy around abundance so I love it Oh, okay. I think it's on you, my girl. Name one purchase y'all would want to make that costs more than 2K. And I know this question might be for people who, like, probably can't relate right now. Honestly, you can't relate. I don't care how much money you have. If you had to make a purchase of 2K, what would it be? Girl, so my my answer, honestly, I skipped over this question and then I forgot to go back to it. So it's literally blank. So I'm going to have to think about it because, I mean, what, it's $2,000, right? Yeah, the minimum. Like right now in this moment type of question. Like is that a, is that what type of question it is? Like right right now in this moment. Well, we can we can lower it to around not like nine hundred a minimum, but it can be a purchase that yeah, like like if you could do it today. I don't know. I would budget that out and figure some things out. Honestly. Smart, <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah, like dude, I'm thinking, like, okay, girl, I could do this, I could do that. Then I'm like, hold on, wait. I would look at the two K and I would budget some things out and do what I need to do. That's important. Um, but I definitely would take some of that and just reinvest in some things I got going on too. So yeah, I think I would just take that big amount and do important things with it, like budget some things out. Because of where I am in my life right now, um, I wouldn't just blow that 2K. Like, if somebody gave me 2K right now, I wouldn't just go blow it on just one thing. Like, I would be very, very smart and strategic about that 2K because that's a blessing <laughs> in my life right now. So, yeah, that's what I would do with it. I mean, because I, I know, like, future-wise, it probably would have been a bigger amount. So, I'm thinking that there was something, like, we would do like right here in that moment I'm thinking you were asking in that context so yeah that's my answer so what was what was it what is that then um girl pay some bills um get some high household items um there's a lot of things that I'm doing 
um trying to reinvest in myself so get some things straight with that um you know get some things popping so i can get some things moving you feel me so it's just stuff like that you know hit some up you know so yeah so as far as bills like what kind of bills do you think are important Every single last one of them. And that's the adult and they speaking. Like, name on them. Can your rent? Uh, your light bill? Your water bill if you got one? Because um, I would say, to just dig a little deeper into my own experience, and something my mom told me. Uh, one day I was with my mom and she was just like, when, when, I, was, when I was moving back here, uh, we was... It was well, I wasn't dealing with something. Somebody else was dealing with something. And basically, she was like, if you don't do one thing, pay your rent. She was like, you don't do nothing else. Pay your rent. So you have somewhere to stay. And one of the things, I'm hungry. I already ate already. I'm thinking about having me some a granola bar after this. But one thing that I struggled with when it came to money as an adult was just being responsible um, I was very irresponsible with money. Um, I was a definitely, I was an emotional spender. I spent money with a scarcity mindset. Like, I could relate to what Chun was saying about, I was going to get into that later, but I can definitely relate to Chun about having a scarcity mindset. And so, like, that was my energy with money. I didn't have a good relationship with money at all. Um, in my teenage years, in my young adult years, uh, I didn't start building a good relationship with money until maybe, like, intentionally... I haven't been able to like build one intentionally right here lately, but I've been learning my lessons over the past like year and I've been intentionally trying to learn in the past year. Um, so I would so I have experienced, you know, not having money to pay bills and having to ask my my mom or my dad. I have experienced um being kicked out for not being able to pay my bills. So yeah, like, you definitely have to just prioritize and put what's important to you first because I say all that to say I value my my space. I've been on my own since I was 19, so I value having my own space. That's something that I truly, truly value. I value being able to have something on my own like I valued it like I just valued it so much like I value not having to go back home to my mama and my daddy and I've been back home to both my mama and my daddy twice in my adult years um while in transition but still um but I've enjoyed both times that I've done it um one thing I told my parents when um recently is like I learned my lessons like it's just time to just implement them now so that's just my advice. Like definitely, um, when you learn, when you grow, you get to a point where you prioritize. And so yeah, like that's what I where I'm at with money. If I had two K, I'm not doing nothing crazy, but prioritizing what's important to me because I feel like that shows my angels and that shows God that you know I'm intentionally being smart and. That, that allows me to bring in abundance because it's showing that I know what to do with it now. You know, that shows that I have a better mindset surrounding me now. So, yeah. 
Okay, so let's dig into that. As far as this emotional rainbow, can you explain an emotion, an example of an emotion that someone may have when it comes to emotional spending? Um... So, like, what somebody probably going through, maybe going through, that would cause them to do that, a situation? We had a bad day. Um, when you had a bad day, when you just want something, I th- mine had a lot to do with, like, inner child. Like, honestly, that's why I say emotional spender. Like, Mine had a mine had a lot to do with like inner child wounds when it came to me spending money. So it's like you know I gotta have this, I gotta have that, um, because you know I should or I should have this, I should have that because I wasn't able to always get it. You know I would I wasn't always able to spend get like my favorite thing is clothes, so I always wasn't able to get clothes like when I wanted them, when I could, like, it just, it just felt good, like, it was like a thrill to just be able to spend money, like, <laughs> with no limit, you know, with nobody, just, you know, yeah, that's how I just see it. What do you agree with or disagree with when it comes to parenting and children, when it, like, spending money-wise? I guess it just depends on the household. Like, not everybody has money to just spend, like, to just give out and spend. Um, But some households do. So I just say, like, just teaching them about money, like, when they're spending it, making sure they know how to count it, you know, uh, valuing it, you know, truly understanding the value of money and what you're spending it on, what's important, the value of saving money. And I, I get to see that through my own siblings because my stepmom, you know, is very good with them and with money. So that's just an amazing thing to see them be able to learn about money at an age where I didn't. But I, at that age, I wasn't just getting money anyway to spend. So, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really taught about a lot of financial things. I was taught about it, but I didn't really get a really good understanding. Like Nay is mentioning, because it's one thing to tell your kids, like, hey, you're going to have to pay bills. It's another thing to tell your kids, hey, these are the bills you're going to have to pay. These are the amounts that it might be. Okay. I had, we had this field trip where I kind of learned some things financially, which was really great. But like again patterns too sometimes we learn from people how they spend money and mm-hmm. we kind of like do the same things mm-hmm. we realize like hmm I don't know if I really want to start spending my money on that anymore and you grow and you learn and that's a part of probably an abundant journey or your your journey in general it's crazy I get a lot of spending habits from my mom which is so crazy but I don't think I picked up on it until years later, if that makes sense. Like, I never knew she had a problem <laughs> until recently. So I'm like, how did I pick up on this without even knowing, like, she had a spending problem or, like, an issue with money, surrounding money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, so, like, 
it being something that I didn't realize, but making those connections, you get what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, like, even think about it now, there was a lot of times where she had to, like, you know, call my dad for help, or, like, there was times where our lights were off. So now it just makes sense. And then, yeah, budgeting is so important, too, like Nate talked about, because it's okay, because, like, I've picked up a great habit from my parents, which is going on trips. My parents always went on trips. That was a part of life. We always went on trips almost every summer. And so now that I'm adult, I want to continue that. I want to actually invest in that a, a lot more than my parents did. And that's a good thing. So also finding, okay, it's okay to have this pattern, but also budgeting the pattern. Okay. Getting rid of it. So... <laughs> As far as answering the question, I'm going to answer the question, and then I also have a sub-question. My purchase is the same. When it comes to the rent part, I would absolutely rent to save it for a place. So that's what I would, that would be my purchase. And for the sub-question, what do you think, what do y'all think people would spend that 2000 on? Excuse me. My bad. A Birkin. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Some Amiri. <laughs> and why? Because they crazy. Ain't no way. And even if I had it to, like, even if I did not have to put myself in a position where I needed to budget and just take care of what's important, because I think we do have to go through a lesson of learning that before we do get more money entitled to us. Um, well, that was one of my lessons anyway. I can't speak for everybody else. Not everybody has the same life. <laughs> so I'm gonna just say that much. But um, I know I ain't alone. But <laughs> um even if I did like I feel like because I feel like I went through this because I can now say this, even if I was in a position where I could spend ten thousand two thousand on a big purchase, I just wouldn't if it didn't align with my values. You know, like I just wouldn't, I wouldn't just go spend two thousand on something that I see while I'm scrolling on my TL that just only adds to my closet or just add to my hair or you know, like that's crazy. Like I just don't believe that's just not one of the things I believe in, especially now. Like I would go. I mean, because there is there's certain things there's certain things I just wouldn't do, and that's just one of those things, like. Like Chun mentioned earlier, I am kind of a minimalist. Um, but it only it's only in certain areas of my life, like she was basically saying, which made me say that abundance should align with your values. Like spend money on what you truly value. Like even with me, I love me some clothes. I wouldn't say I value them, but I love them enough that I wouldn't go spend two thousand on one thing, but I go spend about two hundred on fifty items, like you know, something that would be me, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I just, I would spend two, if I was to spend that 2000 if I had it to spend and I was, my priorities were well more than taken care of, it would just be a, something of value, something I might can reinvest in or something that, again, I think is useful to my life, you know, nothing crazy. I think... It's it's very tempting though, like for someone to want to get a Birkin because honestly, like 
I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's society or this pressure to feel like that's what's more important in the moment. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, no. And then I love fashion. So it's like, I get it. I get why someone would want to purchase that. But as far as like fully making the purchase, like, it's just, I remember somebody actually had to talk some sense to me one day for my life because they were like, they were like, you're going to buy this instead of buy that. And it's beautiful to see how different people use their money. And we're not here to tell y'all how to spend y'all money. So it's like, for me, when someone told me, they asked me in that way, I thought about it. I was like, dang, they're kind of right. Like, I'm buying this, but then I won't have that. And okay, that's not good because it's like the thing that I'm not buying is something that I actually need. So I think it was that. And then it was another time when somebody kind of was like, it's like it kind of messes up your relationships with people sometimes when depending on what it is, because it's like, especially if somebody cares about you and they see that like the way you're spending money is not really helping you. Sometimes people can come from a caring point of view, like, hey, you know, I see that, you know, and they're not really trying to tell you how to spend their money. They're just being observant because they they care about you. So I don't know. It's, It's tough. And I just don't know. It's yeah. I, like one of the, I'm just like when I res, when I respond to change, a lot of times are just things that come to my mind when she's talking. So just another thing that I wanted to reiterate was that it's it's it really is all about what you value. Um, as far as like, cause like like she said, we we not speaking from a place of trying to tell people what to do. It's more so about you know why are you buying the Birkin? So it's like your re- It's always going to be your reasons why you're doing something. Um. And it's also more so like, like she just said, if you spend this amount of money on something, knowing that you need something else, and you still do the latter, it's like, it's a it, it's it's deemed as an irresponsible thing to do when you know you have other things to do, and that's and I can relate to just what Chance said because I used to be the same way, which that's why I was put in a lot of unhealthy predicaments throughout my teenage years, throughout my early adult years. Um. Cause I guess I'm in the late adult years now. I'm 26. <laughs> but um, another thing that I wanted to speak on was one of my first lessons was my wants, knowing my wants versus my needs, knowing what I needed versus the things that I wanted, especially with how my life was going. I had to be a person that identified, learn how to identify wants versus needs, because that's a big part of, you know, if you're in a space in your life where you honestly have to budget, your wants, knowing your wants and needs are going to be very, very, very much important. Until you get into a space where certain things just don't matter anymore because you have that flow of wealth, then yeah. But if you know you're in a position of your life where budgeting is where it's at, um, even just learning how to budget so that you can obtain, start to obtain more, you know, it's all about knowing your wants versus your needs. And that is a big key to, you know, starting with trying to be better with your money. 
if you if you have money problems or if you struggle with money, struggle saving, et cetera, et cetera. If it's a struggle for you, if you have a a generational curse when it comes to money, not everybody has that. Like some people get taught, like we was just talking about. Some people get taught, like even now to the in today's time, kids are being taught. So that's good. So they don't have to worry about certain things when they're adults because they're getting taught how to do things now. That's so beautiful. Like that's what I advocate for. That's what we advocate for. Teach them now. <laughs> um, but that was one of the first things I had to start looking at. What is it that I need? What's important to me? Um, I need to ha I need to get those things versus the things that I want. So I know that I need to get these high these high <laughs> these household items versus. Okay, for example, I know I need to spend two hundred dollars on household items because I clean up. You know, I need trash bags. I need plates. These type of things. I need these things so I can eat, so I can clean up. My house can smell good versus going and spend $200 on a pair of shoes. Like, that's, you know, where my life has been and where I've learned to grow it, you know? So, yeah, in a little nutshell, not more so much, but, yeah. I just feel like neighborhood matters, too, because... <clears throat> Yes. Depending on where you live, some things can be glorified and you feel the need to want to purchase certain items. Yes. Or if you're going out with people. Social media. <laughs> social media. Or you think like, okay, I've already got my budget, but now everybody wants to go out for Christmas Eve. So that's a part of budgeting, having outings. But it's just like sometimes depending on like where you are, can matter in, in, in that decision because I know it's not easy and we're talking to y'all but I know it's not easy and because it's a journey as well yeah, but definitely because things are always changing there's always going to be something new or prices might fluctuate so it's like constantly figuring out what's financially appropriate for you because a little bit where I grew up, it's kind of like certain things. If you really don't have those items, it kind of puts you down in the social status. It kind of, in a way, it kind of makes you feel like if you don't have these things, then you're not of worth. And it's, it's, it's honestly not a good feeling because y'all are worthy no matter your possessions. But I definitely understand living in those circumstances where you see, even on a larger scale, I can imagine, like, depending on how much money you have, still that social status of this is how much we should have because we're in this area or because we're around these people or whatever. And it's like, it's easier said than done sometimes because you want to be authentic a little bit like I talked about with the makeup. You know, some people might feel like I need to wear makeup. Some people might feel like I don't. It's just, and it's like, you can't please everybody. So that's why aligning your financial, aligning your financial circumstances with your values, aligning your values with your circumstances is important. But a lot of people, like I talked about, I think a lot of people where I grew up, we tried to live above, above our means. So like, we would see people who have things, but no telling like what that person has. And that, that doesn't mean you have the same amount of money to make the same amount of purchases. 
but nobody wants to accept that. We're in denial of it. So we continue to make purchases because we want to be able to live that lifestyle. We want to be accepted. We don't want to be looked at in a different way just because of what we don't have. I like that. I like that. And I feel like so many people can relate to that. Um, I like that. Because there's a lot of truth in it. There is, like, a lot of truth in it. Yeah, and then it comes to a point where we just can't keep it up anymore. If you want to go along your path and your journey, it requires you to understand your values and know that, hey, I may, I'm I'm not able, I'm not, I don't want to make this purchase anymore. And I think a lot of people get to that point where in order to keep up the lifestyle that they've started, they they have to do things that don't align, align with their values. Okay. So yes, the next question. That was good. I was I had a lot to say, but it just ain't meant for me to say. What? <laughs> it just sucks that you know, like how you ended it. It just sucks that people are like that. Like they're gonna continuously have to just start to do things that literally is killing their spirits to keep up you know and I just know it hurts like when I the day when I had to when I actually when it hit me where I had to align my values it hurt because it was like dang you're letting go you're releasing something which feels good but at the same time let's acknowledge that pain that comes with it because now I have to face everyone that I put up put up all of these this money for it to keep up with a certain lifestyle and I chose not to anymore and so it's like letting go of all of that. Just talk about it. No, just <laughs> letting go. No, that's some real stuff right there now. That's some real stuff. But it's like a chain is being broken. Oh, it's a chain that's being broken. That's all I had to say. What? <laughs> Is it only or you? What is an abundance mindset? I love how you asked it. But um what is this one? Number six. Oh. Okay, I'm tripping. Okay. Anyways. An abundance mindset to me in this walk and this walk that I'm in now is knowing that everything you truly need will be given. So abundance is freedom, freedom from thoughts of scarcity and poverty. And that can look like, you know, your time and your resources, uh, love, peace, joy, like all of it, like whatever you need will be given to you. And so you, you have freedom in knowing that, like, I feel like it's like, I just said, like it's a chain being broken when you accept and walk into an abundant mindset, you know, that you are always provided for. And there's a lot out there for you to go and get, like, you know, that there's there, you know, that, there's enough out there for you to go and get to put your hands on to have. And so therefore there's freedom in your walk to going to get it. 
um, there's no worry in your mind. There's no panic in your mind. There's no fear in your mind um, because you know that there's wealth out there. You know that there's love out there. You know that there's joy out there. There's peace out there. There's resources that can be used to continue to, uh, you know, get to where you really need to be or want to be. Um, so, you know, you have to know, like, abundance is that having that mindset of just walking that path, knowing that I'm good. Um, you know, regardless, I'm just going to live my day-to-day -day life. And there's abundance that can be found in your everyday life. So, yeah. It is. I, I really want y'all to get a little bit more information about what we mean by abundance versus not having abundance. So when it comes to time, I want me and Nate to just think of some ways or examples of what it looks like to be abundant and what it maybe looks like to not be abundant. So when it comes to time, abundance with time is basically like I was talking about. Sometimes it feels like you're literally not on time. Like, what is time? Like, you're looking at the clock, but you're not really thinking. So I think that's what abundance time, um, with time looks like. And then not having abundance with time is kind of like feeling like everything will be over when a, time, when a certain time hits. I like that. I want to give an example. Somebody I, I was dating, they felt like their life, they, they, they just kept talking about time in a sense where, you know, I, I should be this place. I should have, I should have, should have had this already. I'm running out of time, you know? And I try to give out that message to that person, you know, I try to tell them, like, no, you got to kill that. Kill that whole mindset that you're talking about right now. You have to release that and let that go. Um, because there's more than enough time. Um, it's all about, you know, how you see your time, you know. And valuing your time is very, very important as well. That's something I have to, that I'm learning to do now, um, honestly. And so... It's just it's just that abundant mindset of knowing like versus him, you know, saying I'm running out of time. It's like I have time. Like you have to know that you have time. Trust me. And it'll feel like, you know, I think how Chun was kind of putting it, it'll feel like no time has passed at all. Abundance when it comes to love. Feeling like there's love everywhere. You can find love when you step outside the door. And then the absence of that abundant love is feeling like nobody loves you. It's always like you can't find, like, a lot of people make a lot of posts about, like, and I used to, too, like, those feelings of, man, I'm lonely, and, man, I don't feel loved, and, and yeah. just constantly staying on that instead of experiencing love when it comes to a, a, a having a, a pet around that can be love but yeah. I know that's not what they mean but yeah I and I want to say on that one as well I just agree with that um in general I don't really have like she hit that on the nail it's definitely just 
knowing love isn't everything like you, you are when abundance and love is knowing that you are love amen <laughs> so that's it like that's it that's all to that and also what she said about you know lacking abundance I can relate to the same type of you know sayings mindset when it comes to love and feeling like you lacking you know love for yourself love, receiving love all this other stuff negative connotations when it comes to love so yeah peace abundance with peace just feels like a candle is lit over your life my visual learners okay and I visualized it that time because I'm like yeah <laughs> that's the one the, ab the, one. the absence of abundance of peace is feeling like everywhere you turn there is chaos and I think a lot of times we just create that, even though it happens. I think we we flame that fire. It becomes more flammable the more we talk about how much there is no peace. Yeah, I like that. Joy. I agree. <laughs> joy. Abundance of joy. Now you want to take this away, y'all word for the year? <laughs> oh my god that's my word for the year can i have another one it's a new year you can have another one. Oh, okay it was this year it was for 2023 okay mine is focused y'all straight focus i'm ready like i'm so excited um i'm unlike ton mine hasn't started yet i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna keep all the way transparent my year i'm i'm going into it like i'm 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 preparing myself basically and it's it's a great feeling because it's like that's just who I am naturally. Like, I'm so rebellious. So, it's like, I just, I just know, you know, a lot. So, I'm just like, every day, it's just like, I'm, it's like every day I'm releasing. That's what I tell myself when I walk in, when I'm in the shower. Like, every day I've been releasing things. Cause there still has been stuff for me to release and it's like I can't go I can't go step into something new when I know there's still things that I'm releasing like right here to this day. So it's like I'm walk I've been walking and releasing for a long time and I've been enjoying that release because I needed to release things one by one because it was so much, it was so heavy. So just being in that 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 transitional phase of releasing things step by step, day by day, has been very, very beautiful. And I just can't wait to truly like the cloak be fully on the like not in the vest. The vest be fully off off of me. Like everything. You know, I'm I'm excited to just step into, you know, this whole new phase. But um joy, an abundance of joy is like Oh, when you start to just laugh more, play more, dance more, sing more, more, um, smile more. It's just when you want to be the brightest light in the room um, and you don't care, you know, you don't care because, you know, like. What my one of my songs say, gospel songs, um. The world didn't give it, so the world can't take it away. The world doesn't give joy, you know. So the world can't take away your joy. So when you step into the, when I when I step into this world, when it comes to joy, when you step into this world, it's a light. Joy is a light. Joy to the world. Okay, Christmas time. But um, a lack of joy is just not having that light within you. And you know when you are, you know when you have a light, and you know when you don't. You know, especially if you've you've experienced times where you've been the light, and you experienced times where you've been dark 
So, and I've been that person who knows what it feels like to have light and to have dark. So to have light every morning is, is different. Um, so yeah, the absence of joy is to, you know, be in the dark. Yes. And then I posted some a little bit along those lines with, I pray y'all have a peaceful morning because y'all decided it would be again, making that decision to have joy. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like for y'all. And then, so you talked about a little, like you talked about rebellious. So like, could you explain more about what you meant? I just have a rebellious soul, so I just I just like to do things <laughs> rebelliously. Um, it's a part of my spirit that I need to release uh, a little bit of, but yeah, that's just it. It's just uh just something like with Nay, who she is, a little bit. As okay. far as like just taking her time and really just enjoying the fire that I'm setting you know like Harley Quinn <laughs> you know like I'm just you know walking peacefully peacefully out of 2023 as I set everything on fire you know what I'm saying so God is like you just gotta set everything on fire don't you before you leave pretty much <laughs> so, what's yeah. the name of that song <laughs> I don't know oh okay uh, song you said Carly Quinn? Harley Quinn, you know, the Joker's girlfriend, the crazy girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, That's why I said rebellious, because it's kind of like that, you know. And you want to release that? Or you want to you wanna release it in that way? No, I'm saying, like, when I spoke on rebellious spirit, I was saying how I, I was telling everybody how I haven't walked into my new year yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm being transparent about that because I'm taking my time um, being rebellious and walking out and just releasing everything like day by day. So I just kind of made a joke that I'm setting things on fire as I walk out, basically. Okay. (laughs) Even though I don't have to, basically, is what I'm saying. It's like I could just, but instead I just, I'm just taking my time. And doing my thing. So you talked about how you didn't really have someone that you could look up to personally when it came to abundance. Do you think that you felt fine or do you think that someone in their predicament could feel worry, could feel panic, could feel fear without abundance as an example? Um, I said one more time, my dog was eating. So how what were the feelings? Did you have any feelings when it came to not? I guess you didn't know you didn't have an abundance example, but like did you ever feel worried? Did you ever feel panic? Did you ever feel fear without abundance? Or can someone feel those feelings without abundance? Um Okay, one thing I did have was I don't know if it counts as someone looking, I'm able to look up to someone, but I had an abundance of love, if that makes sense. So I feel like I did have people that love me. So I think having that really 
was an amazing thing to me. So I didn't really like feel too much of like fear or, you know, panic and things like that when I was younger because, you know, I grew up around like a nurturing environment, a loving environment, like people that laugh, party, dance, you know. So just being able to watch that, you know, that was love. That was a great experience. Like I had aunts that were like in their 20s. So being able to watch them go to prom and like um, date and have their friends and whatever else. So it was like, I, it was a calm type of thing, but I just like never had anybody that just wowed me and made me dream, you know, made me want more. Okay. But I didn't have those type of emotions associated with, you know, as a young girl, because I, I had good, I feel like I, my emotions associated with people were pretty good when I was like at a younger age. I don't think my feelings of like scarcity really came into like teenage years and stuff like that. So that's good that you had abundance of love because I think some people don't even have abundance of love so maybe we all have may have abundance in different areas when mm-hmm. it comes to looking up to people so find out like what y'all what abundance that we talked about joy who do y'all see around y'all that has that because I wonder if like so you said you you had a bunch of love. Do you think that that actually made you want to that that helped you to know what love is when it comes to wanting love as an adult? Yes, I believe it ha- it did shape how I view love. You know, and because I'm a lover girl, like so, I want you to feel good. I want you to be happy. I want I like to have fun. You know, so yeah, it definitely allowed me to have a, a amazing view on love. And then when it comes to, and then like knowing like what y'all don't have an abundance of when it comes to the people around you understanding like, okay, I didn't really have a a lot of abundance of time. So that's something that I want in the future. But I can speak a little bit about the feelings of, worry panic and fear when it comes to not having abundance and wealth when it comes to the dollar because when you don't feel like you have enough or when you feel like you're you're making things stretch you have so much worry sometimes even though like you you can't have that mindset like okay everything is going to be okay I definitely understand if someone feels that panic especially if you've given and that fear of not knowing if you're going to get more is it is this your younger self or like uh like what view are you speaking from when you give this perspective if you want to answer i would say present it's 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 like a past present thing because i remember being younger and feeling that fear of do will I get more and right now I can say I feel that feeling of will I get more but in the future I don't want to feel that feeling so like right now I'm in in the process of 
knowing that God will provide and I'm going to work hard. So I have expectations, but still going back to what you said, being okay with if I'm still in the space that I am now, everything will be all right. I don't have to have that fear. Okay, okay. And then I deleted a couple of questions. Did you want to share anything before I go into this last question? No wonder I was a little bit lost. But yeah, um, well, no, you can go ahead to the next question. Because I was like, these numbers not matching, matching up with my answers that I wrote down. So I was like, maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> but go ahead. Do y'all think everybody should attract an abundance mindset? Attract abundance, period. Um, I said yes, of course, um, because abundance isn't just having a lot of money, um, and money should never be your reason why, um, because like I just kind of said, abundance is knowing that you're okay regardless, so I think you, we should open up our minds to what abundance means to us, what wealth means to us, what those things look like, because that definition was very materialistic based. But as we are that, I guess, with the era or time or whatever of information, I, I don't want to say it wrong, but because we have information, because we're able to dig deep, because we're able to see where we have lacked in, you know, the type of uh, habits and patterns and things that we have picked up on, because we are able to just do that introspection work of surrounding wealth and surrounding abundance. Um, what it means to have a lot um, of something, I think we should open up our minds to what that really means and what that really looks like for us or we'll be chasing after things that don't really, really matter to us because if we chase after things that don't really matter to us and we get those things, we're still going to be very much unfulfilled. And that's something that I, I have lived by for so long, like knowing that, you know, I've seen like, and I've, I, I try not to be, be interested when I say this, but I've seen people have a lot of money and still have so many problems within their sales. And you can't, how can you even enjoy a million dollars if you are chaotic inside of, like you have no peace inside of your mind or, you know, how can you enjoy, you know, something abundance, a lot of something materially if every day you're depressed, like you can't even get up and, you know, dance around and have joy in the middle of that mansion you know what i'm saying you can't even like drop the top and smile and just genuinely be happy because you're depressed you know in real life like so you you have to understand again like what are my values what do i value what should i spend my money on what shouldn't i spend my money on what should i do with this wealth what shouldn't i do with this wealth like do what's best for you but understand what that means and kind of like we like what we've been talking about it's not just material material having a lot of material possessions it's also about that time you know having time freedom um having some having love around you um joy peace those things like that being abundant in those things and then i believe like the physical the more physical material things will have more meaning you know when you are aligned with the other things once you start to invest more in the material things, the big houses, the mini cars, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you desire in your heart materialistically, 
they'll have more meaning to you and you'll value them more and you'll be able to really enjoy them, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say I'm proud of us. I'm proud of Nay. I'm proud of Chun. I'm proud of everybody who's listening. If you shared this, however you've contributed, if you haven't contributed, I'm proud of y'all. I just wanted to say that because we've been putting in a lot of work when it comes to talking about these conversations and y'all have probably been thinking to yourselves about different things and I just hope that we've been of help so if you do have anything you want to say about the podcast that's positive and everything just y'all can hashtag to me and they have hashtagged on twitter healing the hope podcast yes Definitely, guys. It's been a good episode. I enjoyed talking to you. I enjoyed this so much. Y'all, we love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Y'all stay beautiful. And what and just the last thing, like if you missed it once again, um, nobody's telling you guys how to spend your money at all. Do what you want. Just our biggest thing is to open up your minds to what wealth and abundance mean to you as an individual. That's it, that's all. So once you align those values then move forward with whatever you know your heart might desire for you on your path on your journey just really genuinely you know figure out what it means to you what does abundance mean to me what does wealth mean to me y'all stay safe y'all stay beautiful from our heart to yours good night we are abundant okay